Dead to us. Fuck Ben. Uh, he's been quote unquote. Last time I talked to him, I got a message from him. He said he was on the phone with someone from LSU. Um, that's the last I've heard. He said he would have gotten on soon, but it's been about almost a half an hour since he texted me that. Yep. So we're starting this without him. So. I take that back. It's been 20 minutes. Okay. Well, either way. Tell me how you doing this week. I'm doing good. You know, enjoying college football and the soon-to-be NFL football that it will consume us for the rest of the year. Mm, yes. Uh, we're just going to get right down into it. Your Nebraska Cornhuskers. You know what's funny? It's not even like it's not even embarrassing at this point. It's literally just funny at this point because it's like when I saw the game was in one score, I'm like, I'm "Fucking lose this game!" I know, I know it, and sure enough, sure enough. So at the place that I work, uh, this game was on, and there was a very audible groan coming from. Uh, all over the place for everyone watching it. When Minnesota, yeah, everyone probably do. It's like, oh shit, they're gonna lose this game. No, uh, whenever that last, you know, that touchdown by Minnesota was scored, because it was more of a no. Hey, one thing though, y'all can't. You can still not throw that ball. Yeah, well, that. But hey. Good teams win. Good teams cover, though. Mm. That Nebraska four seven cashed, bro. Well, I guess that's something for you, isn't it? Uh, I mean, Big Cat was tweeting. Big Cat was tweeting about it too. So, so uh, it's gonna be more of the same with Matt Rule as it was Scott Frost. I don't know. Look, this is one game. I don't know. I wasn't watching the game, but like from what I could tell, I don't think so. Okay. Again, I wasn't watching the game, so I can't really gauge how Matt Rule did. Not good. I I don't know. Also, the fact that they opened up as two and a half point favorites against Colorado is absolutely yes, yes. They opened up as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Y'all are about to get smoked so fucking bad. They opened up as favorites against Colorado. I don't know why they're smoking over there in Vegas, but I'm like... I'm, I literally looked at it, and I'm like, this makes no damn sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, did Vegas... Sports books. Oh, he's here finally. Oh wow, we just bowed mouth, bowed mouthed him, bad mouthed him, and now he's here. Crazy how that works. 
I know, right? It's weird. But th- th- to the point that I said, I was like, they like, oh, damn it, I just turned my camera off. I was like, when I saw that, I'm like, did Vegas not watch the same Colorado TCU game that everyone else watched? Apparently not. By the way, look, all hate for Colorado and all that aside, that game was fucking awesome. Why do you hate Colorado? It's, that... just the, it's just the Nebraska thing. Okay. But why, though? Like, were y'all uh-huh. that big of rivals? Yeah, those two, back in the 90s, those two schools did not like each other at all. Okay, at but, all. But now y'all still hate each other. Uh, it's, still, it's still a hate. Okay, whatever. Uh, ben, how you doing? We doing good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go on your trip this week. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for it? Yes. That's who I was just talking to over FaceTime. We know. As Tommy was... Yeah, we was know. ...screaming at me to get on. Yeah. Can I play that voicemail real quick? Oh, yeah. Play that voicemail. Because I totally didn't get it on this right now. Anyway, uh, Mr. Ben? Jesus fucking Christ, hurry up, my guy. Yeah, that was pretty tame compared to some of the ones that he's left me. Most of the ones he's left me. I have a bunch of ones from Tommy. Let's see what this one is. Oh, boy. I know you're a college graduate and all that. But you don't have to have a fucking professional-ass voicemail. This isn't a doctor's office. And hurry your ass up. I still haven't changed my voicemail yet. Oh, you haven't. So I I had to hear the the whole freaking spiel. I think we've heard that one before. Yes, we have heard that one before. But, yeah, I mean, can we we talk about how absolutely fantastic TCU Colorado was? It was e I was about to say easily game of the night of the week, but I think there was one more that might have topped it. Like, bro, like, it was for a week one game. It was so good. Uh, Who was it? Travis Hunter played, like, what, 100-plus snaps both ways? Yes. First of all, I'm gonna say this right now. There's no way he can keep that up, that pace up, the way he did it against TCU the entire season. He cannot keep that pace up. This is not me being disrespectful of Travis Hunter. That dude's a freak of nature. Like going a hundred snaps and playing both ways, that is gonna fuck up his body so badly. Oh yes, easily. I get it. He can do it, but like. You better get him a hot tub with all the fixings in it, my guy, if he's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, let's see. What? I mean, what was, I mean, that was, like, pretty much, like, that game, like, pretty much the talk of the town from that weekend of college football. Hang on. Oh, Clemson. 
That's the one I was getting ready to say. Oh, the Big 12 paying these schools a million dollars plus just so they can lose to them? That as well. I, th- I still think you guys haven't mentioned uh, my favorite game from this weekend. Which was? Uh, Texas State Baylor. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, the Big 12 paying Texas okay. State like a million plus just so they can lose to them. And the game I was referring to that was probably the best of the weekend was Louisville versus uh, Georgia Tech. Because that was a great game by those two schools. Oh, another thing was um, Iowa actually scoring points, question mark? Only 24, but you know. That's true, though. Pretty sure that was their a match their season total from their match their total from last season. My other uh, candidate for uh, best game of the weekend is Northern Illinois versus Boston College. That was also another great game. Also Fresno State Purdue. Did Fresno State win that game? Yes, they did. Utah Florida was a decent game. Yeah. Akron Temple. Ooh, Rhode Island and Georgia State. Yes, that was another That was also a really good game. FIU versus Maine. I don't know if anyone watched that one. Also, shout uh, out. Hold on, shout out. Nebraska game. Yeah, we already talked about that. <laughs> shout, out to the Oregon, shout out to the Oregon Duck. Just the 546 duck. push-ups. And we had to do 500 plus push-ups. Then, uh, yeah, that Wyoming the final of that Texas game was Tech eighty-one to seven. I think the uh, Wyoming Texas Tech game is going to win our game of the week, though, isn't it? I would. I was fully. Very, I, I love Wyoming. How much are you, Colorado TCU? Because that game was fucking awesome. They yes, however, the the ending of the game, I think, is why. You really think the ending of the game dilutes how awesome that was? Me out here praying for Arkansas State after this week. I'm praying for oh. a lot of teams after this week. Like, I'm praying oh, for Northwestern God. after this week. So, I'm looking at the weather right now. Monday is a high of 73 and a low of 64 with a 50% chance rain. Oh, that's fucking prime fall weather right there. Monday? Yes. Ooh. Now here's my question. So, all right. I think we've Tuesday, talked about... Wednesday, Thursday, the lows are 58, 55, and 53. Oh, my God. And shout out uh, uh, Tennessee Martin for scoring on Georgia's defense. Probably just let them do that. Not the worst thing in the world. Not the yeah, I know. Not the worst thing. When they're gonna pay day just to play Georgia, they're just gonna let them score. Ooh, the Toledo Illinois game. Oh my God, Ben! High for the game against K State. Eighty. No rain. 
is gonna happen. God, for the love of God, please. So I think that's all that we're going to talk about for college football right now. We're going to transition into something with Mr. Haley here. The as... NFL. No, 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 we're not going to that. Oh, just yet. you mean you mean a certain person getting fired? Sure. Uh, one Phil Brooks, also known as CM Punk, has been. Oh terminated. wow! No, I wasn't going into. I was not going into Wayne. I was oh. going into. Uh, the fact that next week there will be a video coming up on the YouTube channel of Mr. Tommy Haley buying his Mizzou gear for the Memphis Mizzou I have game. to buy it myself? Well, you get to pick it out. I'm buying it for you. You know what I mean. Okay, so I was like wanting to make sure. I'm no, like, no, no, no. I'm buying it for you. My money? I'm buying it for you. So, Ben, uh, what is your availability Sunday or Monday during the day? This Sunday and this Monday? Yes. Well, this Sunday, not at all. And Monday, as of right now, available until 2. Hmm. So it looks like it might be a solo thing for me and Mr. Haley. By the way, Ben, if you want to get any footage of that, uh, your entire trip, I will edit it for you. I was already planning on th this one about to be potentially another movie. We'll see. What? Another movie? I'm getting what? picked up from the airport and a man wearing a toga. Okay, this might be a movie. Anyway, uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that this week. Anyway, uh, yes, it is now time for We Are Not Entertained with uh, Tommy Haley. Who has, like, three pay-per-views to fucking break down because they all decided to happen this past week. Nothing really happened. Let's be honest. Nothing happened during Payback, really. Like, absolutely nothing happened during Payback. Like, at all. I didn't watch All Out because I was sleeping a little bit because we went to Man... We traveled to Manhattan to go play a golf course on Sunday. Mm, you traveled to Manhattan. So by, so by the time, so by the time we got back home, it was already oh, like halfway through the pay per view, and I already took my shower, and I was already asleep taking a nap. Okay. So there's that. But the big, big thing that happened: Bill Brooks, CM Punk. Due to the events of the brawl in. We had the brawl out, and we had the brawl in. Ooh. Subsequent investigation after it was completed, due to tough consideration, has been subsequently fired, and his contract has been terminated by All Elite Wrestling. There's no longer wrestling for the company. And now he's going no, to WWE. Irony in this. I remember, I don't know if it was on an episode of Rampage or it was just all on Dynamite. But uh, he said uh, he had a problem with uh, Jungle Boy, also known as Jack Perry right now. Maybe you're the problem. Mm. Irony at its finest. Indeed. 
But, uh, yeah, he's been let go. Of course, Mr. Tony Khan had to make the statement in Chicago, by the way. <laughs> and there are videos out there of um, Tony coming out pre-show before Collision goes live on the air, which, by the way, was tailored for it to be a TV show by CM Punk himself. Mm-hmm. So there's some more irony in that. Then um, it was mixed with 50, it was 50-50, where it's like some people in the crowd understood why he had to do it, and there were other people that just wanted to boo the shit out of him. Of course, at the time of it happening, everyone was like, oh, this is totally at work. And then er- and then Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com uh, said, no, no, this is not no, this is not an angle or a work. He actually got fired from AEW. So... Yeah. And there you go. That has been. We are not entertained with Mr. Tommy Haley. Final thoughts on that, Mr. Haley. Um, on what? CM Punk getting fired? Yes. I mean, uh, he had some entertaining stuff in AEW. The stuff with MJF was awesome. Other than that, it was just okay. And do you think he's going to WWE now? No. <laughs> no? I don't think so. Because I think, because if you look at the locker room there, they do not want him there either. Okay. It'd be the same, Dan. It'd be the same problem he'd had in uh, AEW. Okay. So you think that's it? He's done. Uh, or does he go to some other company? What's the one Kurt Angle thing? It's like my tag team division's full, but I hear TNA is hiring. Mm. Okay. Well then, here we go. All right, it is now time for MIP of the week this week. Who would like to start us off? Oh. We just got a massive look up and smile from Ben, so I think we're going to start with Mr. Benjamin Duncan this week. Yeah, yeah, I saw that smirk. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. Which one are we starting with? I don't care whichever Impressive one that caused or... that caused that massive smile. Then I'll just go with idiot to right off the bat. Oh, boy. The one, the only, EDP445. For getting caught again! Thanks to Skeeter Gene and Jideon. Can't wait for that video to drop on did YouTube. You it's gonna go crazy. <laughs> Look, you know what? Did you see what his Jideon was wearing in that? Where's your cake outfit? Costume. He was wearing a Both was wearing a fat suit. I think I was more distracted at what Gideon was wearing in that video than what EDP was actually doing. Dude, I can't wait for that video to come out, dude. Yo, unironically, that was also going to be my most idiotic. Dude agreed to meet up for 
the meetup again and got caught again. Oh, uh, uh, my most idiotic is B card programming's timing for a certain video oh. that dropped oh. on oh. Uh, Monday. And what has happened oh. since? So, in uh, case you have, uh, uh, Mr. Brock Gordon, can you explain? So, if you have not watched and paid attention to the B Card YouTube channel, first of all, what's wrong with you? We now have programming going up every week, weekly programming now. Yes, we're doing that now. Um, and uh, the video that went live this week was an offshoot of an article that I did that is now up on the B Card. Uh website at bcardentertainment.com called the historical what was it uh the historically bad season of the 2023 kansas city royals where they were on pace when i recorded the video and did all the editing to win 51 games and i detailed how uh, fewer the losses were, how they'd stack up against the worst teams of all time, who'd they be tied with. Well, since that video went live, the Royals are now on a two-game winning streak. And a uh, certain trade acquisition when Cole Reagans from the Texas Rangers in that Aurelis Chapman trade was named Pitcher of the Month in the American League. So, yeah. That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! So, uh, yeah. Um. He is him. And you know what else is ironic about this trade? Texas Rangers are imploding on themselves. Yet again. Who would have thought every time they're in contention, every time August, September, they just start to implode on themselves. And they always get fucked over on trades. Well, I'm Case glad point, you... This run! I'm glad you mentioned that, Tommy, because we're also actually going to have an MLB playoff push update this week. So, isn't that great? But we'll do that after MIP is finished. So, uh, Mr. Ben, you're most impressive for the week. Easily my most impressive goes to Joey Hobart of Texas State. Mm-hmm. Would you guys like to see why, or do you know Explain. where I'm going? For making oh boy. one of, or the greatest one-handed catch I have ever seen in a football game. This guy is insane. Finley, gonna <sighs> Might just become a Texas State fan because of this guy. Oh my god, and he's white. No wonder Ben likes him. <laughs> ben and Dude, white skill like position that. players. Damn! That's insane! Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, that's a hell of a fucking catch, though. It is. Skin color aside. <laughs> Dude's insane! There you go. So, Ben, that's yours. Joey Herbert. Um, yes. Mr. Tommy Haley. Uh, my most impressive? Travis Hunter. Okay. 
completely straight dominated both sides of the ball. Like it was no one's business. Give that man a hot tub on a plane right fucking now. To where? It don't matter. Just get the just get the plane and just get the hot tub. Okay. Uh my most impressive actually goes we're gonna stay in cultural for this, as apparently we are all staying in cultural. Goes to one Mr. Riley Leonard of Duke University. Yeah. In helping the Blue Devils beat the Clemson... No, at the time, number nine Clemson Tigers, the now number 25 Clemson Tigers. They're still ranked? They're still ranked. Yeah. How the f- mm. Thank you. Anyway. Uh, in addition it's to tw- his... I get, it's, I get it's 25. I get it's 25, but, like, come on. In addition to his 170 yards passing, he also had 89 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. Riley Leonard is my most impressive for the week. Hey, remember, can't spell, can't spell Clemson. Without an L. Without an L. And there also goes the hopes and dreams of the ACC in the playoff. Not Here, necessarily. Not necessarily, but here's the hope the Pac-12 does not shoot themselves in the foot for the third straight year in a row. They won't because they have two. Two, repeat it, two candidates that can make it to the cultural football playoff from the back 12. We're going to find a way. I already know it. We're not even in a week to the call. We're not even in a week. We're barely a week in. Two weeks in, actually, for certain teams. But I know by the time college football playoff rankings and all that come out, they're going to find a way to just straight up shoot themselves in the foot. I already know it. Oh, yeah. Utes. Utes. That was in response to Ben making a chainsaw earlier. Anyway, it is now time for your MLB playoff push update, gentlemen. We will start with the division leaders and those that are right behind them. We will start in the contentious AL West. Where currently the Houston Astros lead by one game over the Seattle Mariners and two games over the... Texas Rangers. It is also important to note that the uh, Houston Astros have played two more games than their opponents this year. I I can't can't remember if it's tomorrow or the day after, but we get a matchup of uh, Justin Verlander versus Max Scherzer in this uh, Rangers-Astros series. It's unironically hilarious how much Texans Rangers are imploding on themselves right now. And both of them were on the same team earlier this season. The Angels sit 14 games back, and the Oakland Athletics have been eliminated. In the AL East, in the AL East, the Baltimore Orioles currently lead the AL East. Three games back behind them are the Tampa Bay Rays. Ten games back of the Orioles are the Blue Jays. Fifteen back are the Red Sox. And sitting at a record of 69-69 and 69 with a negative one run differential, the Yankees. I really hope they don't make the playoffs this year. Oh, really. 
I'm hoping to God. And finally, in the AL, in the AL Comedy Central, the only team with a winning Good record. The AL Comedy Central. I just heard that. Come on, that's a good one. Y'all know it. That's a good one. The AL Comedy Central. The Minnesota Twins currently lead the division because somebody fucking has to with a record of 73 and 66. Seven games up on the Cleveland Guardians who are 66 and 63. But watch out. Here come the Detroit Tigers at 63 and 75. Nine and a half games back. Right behind them, nipping at their heels, 20 games behind them are the Chicago White Sox at 53-86, and and eliminated are the 44-96 and Kansas City Royals, 29 and a half games back. Just watch the Tigers make it sneak into the last wildcard spot with Miggy for his last season. They can't sneak into the wildcard spot. They could win the division. Oh, that's what I meant then. In the AL, or the NL, the Braves currently lead the NL East with a MLB best 90 wins right now, as the Phillies are the next closest, 14 and a half games behind them, followed by the Marlins, who are 19 and a half back, the Mets, 64-74, 26 and a half games back, and the Washington Nationals, 29 games back of the Braves. In the NL Central, all the teams are still alive. The Brewers currently lead, but are two and a half up on the Cubs, five and a half up on the Reds, 13 and a half on the Pirates, and 17 on the Cardinals. In the West, it's pretty much just the fucking Dodgers to lose, as the Dodgers are 84 and 53. Leading the NL West, the Arizona Diamondbacks are 14 games back, San Francisco Giants 15 back. San Diego Padres, 19 and a half. And the largest gap next to the Oakland A's games back, which is 36 and a half, are the Colorado Rockies, who are 33 and a half games back of the division lead. Let's go, Rocktober! <laughs> Your current AL wildcard standings are as follows. The Tampa Bay Rays, Seattle Mariners, and Toronto Blue Jays all have playoff spots. With the Texas Rangers half a game back of the Blue Jays. Ooh. Boston five games back. New York seven and a half. Cleveland eleven back. Angels twelve and a half. Detroit thirteen and a half. Chicago twenty-four and a half. And then your two eliminated teams in the Royals and Athletics. In the National League, the Phillies are fourteen up, holding that wild, or four and a, up. Holding on to that top wildcard spot. The Chicago Cubs are three games up. The Cincinnati Reds have retaken the third wildcard spot. Half a game up on the Marlins. One up on the Diamondbacks. Two up on the Giants. Six and a half on the Padres. Seven and a half on the Mets. Eight on the Pirates. Ten on the Nationals. Eleven and a half on the Cardinals. And twenty and a half on the Rockies. That has been your MLB playoff update. I don't want to see the Diamondbacks sneak into the wild card. I would love Phillies, Reds, and Diamondbacks. That'd be interesting to see if they did, though. I would love Phillies, Reds, and Diamondbacks. That'd be awesome. Anyway. Tell me your thoughts on the uh, MLB playoff race so far. Remember what we all say. 
Like the Royals and A's have. Yeah, that was expected. Yeah, pretty much. Well, no, it wasn't expected for the Royals at the beginning of the year. Anyway, it's now time for Ben's sure, list whatever. of things. All right, we got the list ready this week, and I'm ready to roll. Holy crap. What in the world? Okay. Starting off in the land of the NFL, the Cardinals have released Colt McCoy. Thoughts, Brock? Sad. I am sad. Next up, um, we have uh, in this year's yearly edition of the NFL uh, script writing, um, the NFL script writers will be getting an Oscar after uh, Dak gets hurt week five and Trey Lance comes in and beats the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. Thoughts, gentlemen? Hey, what was that? Uh, the NFL scriptwriters will be getting an Oscar after Dak gets hurt week five and Trey Lance comes in and beats the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. Oh, I thought it was because he threw it. I thought it was because he was going to throw his 15th interception after he said not to have 10. <laughs> week five, that's crazy. He's going 30 for 30. Oh, he is. Oh, that would be so fucking funny if he actually did what Janice did a couple years ago and do the 30 for 30. 30 touchdowns, 30 interception. Then, um, the Chiefs have placed Chris Jones on the reserve, did not report list. Went, went. Uh, he's on the same thing as Jonathan Taylor. Welcome to hell, Chiefs a, fans. Hey, I have a little, in, I have a little insider information to share. So we're gonna we're gonna call this guy that does he does like electrical stuff for like Chiefs training facility and all that. We'll call him Jerry. In this sense, Jerry. Jerry. You know what Jerry, Jerry told me? What did he tell you? You're seven hundred thousand dollars short of what he's asking for. Mm. Bro, just give him the money. They're short seven hundred. I'm gonna say that again. I get for us that's a lot of money, but for them that's like pennies on. The, they're short. 700k of what Chris Jones is asking for. I was like, that's crazy. Next up, we have uh, Kicker Trade Palooza in the NFL. Um, the, the Patriots trading uh, Fat Nick Folk to the Titans. Um, it doesn't Saints work the traded same. Will, Saints traded Will Lutz to the Broncos. Thoughts, oh, Mr. Haley? I don't, I don't know. That was kind of just so random. It's like, okay. And the Chargers traded Dustin Hopkins to the Browns. Sean Payton has his kicker back. I was like, okay, cool. He's back with Sean Payton. Interesting. And I was like, at first I was like, Why? I don't know. What other kickers Jack do you Warren. have on the team? I don't know. Does it look like I pay attention to who does kicking duties for the Saints? You should. Well, I don't. Will Lutz has been a kicker for the Saints for I don't know yeah, how long now. Yeah. Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson cut his own son, Josh, from Jacksonville's roster. Oh, no. 
the Indianapolis Colts do not have a single player over 30 years old on their 50-man roster. God damn motherfucking right. Damn. And the Colts also currently only have three wide receivers on their active roster. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, and Josh Downs. That's enough. The white wide receiver, the only good one we have, and the rookie. Shane Michel has signed with the Bills practice squad. Boo. The Browns are keeping the Elf logo on the middle of their field for the 2023 season. Yay! TJ Hawkinson is signing a four-year, $68.5 million contract extension with the Vikings. Thoughts, Ben? I heard it after this. I'm pretty sure I'd heard that he'd gotten injured in practice, like right after he had signed this. So I'm cool with that. Damn. Um, It's what I I don't know. Whatever. Um, The Washington Commanders have announced a $40 million investment in FedEx Field, finally, which will be allocated towards new sound systems and video boards, new themed suites, food vendors, and proper plumbing system, by the way. And other enhancements. Yes. Said other uh, enhancements are probably. The Patriots have claimed quarterback Matt Corral from the Panthers. So There's now, your uh, starter week six. Week six. You really, think Matt, you really think Matt Jones is going to be benched? I think he's going to get hurt. Or, you know, Hurt. Oh, and get pissed off by uh, the fucking yes men that are around Bill Belichick. I think the hoodie will make sure that he's hurt. Mm, you disrupted my offense. Then uh, we it's have. Not like it's his fault. It's not like it's Daniel Jones. It's not like it's Mac Jones's fault. The Cowboys and right tackle Terrence Steele reached an agreement on a five-year, $86.8 million contract extension worth $50 million guaranteed and max upside of $91.8 million. Good for him. for him. The last 17 quarterbacks to lose in their Super Bowl debut have not made it back for a second time in their career. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh... A uh, report that a uh, Patriots wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster's knee reportedly could explode at any point and is a mess, according to Albert Breer. The Patriots signed Juju to a three-year, $33 million contract over keeping Jacoby Myers, who signed a very similar contract with the Raiders. Smith-Schuster threw doubt on the report later, saying his knee's getting stronger. Basically just saying that they're saying that he's injury-prone. Whatever. Um, Why did I pay this much money for a TikToker? Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee in practice today, so he most likely won't be available against the Lions. I mean, the Lions. He he actually is going to play against the Lions, so. Tommy! They were going to check again on Wednesday. Tommy, that is your first overall pick. (laughs) Shout out to the guy who drafted Travis Kelsey. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and uh, and uh, not Jonathan Taylor, but no. But I saw a picture today of some guy that has Travis Kelsey, uh, Cooper Cup, and Jonathan Taylor in one, two, and three. Is Ooh, I'm sorry, Cooper Cup. Yeah. 
Ouch. Because he injured as well. Um, and then finally, uh, Raiders Chandler Jones says he doesn't want to play for the Raiders organization anymore and that the general manager and, and head coach are idiots. I'm saying that nicely. Uh, because he was locked out of the team gym and uh, whenever he was going on this rant on social media, uh, I just wanted to let you guys all know that it was Labor Day when he was trying to get into the, the Raiders facilities gym. Bro, the entire staff is on vacation. No one's going to be there to let you in. Yeah. Just saying. Next up, in the world of the MLB, I was just, I would like this, this is a, a, a Cole Raggins appreciation post right here. Good. He's literally the GOAT and I think is the best starting pitcher we have on the Royals roster right now. By <laughs> That's not saying much. Well, no, we got Brady um, Singer. I know, but still. He's on a turn do you leave right now. Um, next up, we have uh, a new update in the, the Wander Franco situation. If um, if Brock and Tommy, if you gentlemen would like to uh, take a peek here, uh, why not? Take a peek here in general once Brock comes back. Sorry, Bandit was eating his ass on the bed, so I had to smack him. If you would like to check general on the Wander Franco situation, nice. I wonder where I could get that card. Sorry. I want that card so oh, wow. bad. The, the Wander Franco, uh, Chris Hansen double signature card. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. I'll pay a lot of money for that. How much? <laughs> At least nothing nothing over 18. Like bucks or a thousand? You missed the joke. Oh. Uh, the Royals have had 34 different pitchers. Bucks on it? The Royals have had 34 different pitchers appear in games this season, breaking the Royals' record of 32 different pitchers that was set last season. Let's go! We suck! Bryce Harper joined the 300 home run club the other day. And they still lost. <laughs> Braves hit, hit in as a joke as well in this one, Hit a franchise record two their two hundred and fiftieth home run of the season the other day. Uh, the rainmaker uh, Josh Donaldson signed a minor league deal with the Brewers. Hang on. <laughs> when I heard rainmaker, I thought of someone completely different. No. My thing. Hang on, because this is something that I play MLB the Show a lot. That's pretty well known here on this podcast. Gentlemen, they have a card right now in Diamond Dynasty. With a 95 overall, Nicky Lopez as a relief pitcher. Sorry, what? Yeah. 95 overall, Nicky Lopez, relief pitcher. Hmm. So guess what I'm currently grinding to get right now? That card right there. Exactly. He will be my closer. The AAA Robot Strike Zone will be getting slightly bigger starting today, and the pitch clock will be altered. I'm not sure necessarily what all that entails, but it starts today. 
Yeah. Uh, Robert Acuna Jr. became the first player in a season to have a 30 home run and 60 stolen base season. Insane. Uh, Brock, um, the Reds acquired both Harrison Bader and Hunter Renfro. You best believe I'm getting a Harrison Bader jersey. You best believe. Anthony Volpe is the first Yankees rookie with a 20 home run, 20 stolen base season. Mookie Betts hit his 250th home run. The MLB will maintain its pitch clock rules during this postseason. Brad, I'm not gonna lie, that's gonna make that's gonna be good. Um, Aaron Judge hit his 250th home run in 810 games, besting Ryan Howard 855 games for fewest games in MLB history to reach the 250th home run mark. Boy, it's really easy when you play in a short ass stadium. God, I wonder how. God, gee, I know, right? Again, that next level of petty that the Kansas City Athletics owner had. Moving the field all the way in left field where it was in Yankee Stadium. And then leaving a marker there. And every time there's a fly out in that area, having the PA guys say that would have been a home run in Yankee Stadium is the right amount of pettiness. That is perfect Salvador, for Kansas City. Salvador Perez recorded his 16th career multi-home run game to tie Mike Sweeney for second most in Royals all time. So who's in first place? That is a good question, though. Wouldn't it be George Brett? Would it? I would think. I don't think of him as a power hitter, though. Let's see. Because I think of George as more like a white version of Tony Gwynn. Let's see. He had some pop, but I think he just, like, you know... Put the ball in play. Let's see, we want, we want two homework games. Two. Maybe it's Steve Balboni. What? I would think he was home run leader for the Royals. I'm trying to figure out. and Solaire and Moose all broke it. But I could see it being George just for as long as he played for the Royals. Let's see, I'm, I'm trying to find it. I don't know, tell me what Individual re Individual records batting, here we go. Doubles most, most home runs. Tell me who you thinking. I don't know. Balboni, I mean, Steve Balboni sounds like the obvious answer. I mean, George would be too. I don't know. Sweeney? No, because he just tied Sweeney. Mike Sweeney tied him at second. Oh, he just tied Mike Sweeney? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd like to say George Brett. I'm trying to figure it out, but the MLB.com's not even helping either. It's a mystery. Multiple, let's see, base, baseball almanac. Let's check this. Most two home run games in a career. Uh, 
Let's see. Multiple home run games. I could see it being George, but... I don't know. Something's telling me Steve. Man. Just swerve. It's like Hal McRae or someone like that. It's like Kuki um, Rojas. Multi home run game leader Royals. John Buck. That'd be awesome if it was John Buck. Let's see. I found the Sports Illustrated article. Let's see who number if it says who number one is. Do you know how hard Mul I start? Yep, it is. Well, here you go. Multi -care most career multi-home run games by a player in Royals franchise history. George Brett and Mike Sweeney are at 16. And uh, number one at 17 games with multi-home runs is George Brett. Okay, so it is Brett. All who's right. number? Who, who's else is on that list? Does it give the, the next whole list? Quote, um, number one is George Brett with seventeen multi-career home run. Now hang on, let's let try to guess. Game. This could be fun. So it, it gives you the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the top seven players. Okay. Um, let's try to guess who else is on this list. You ready for this, Tommy? Um, Steve Balboa. Sure. Is he on that list? He uh, he is on this list. Okay. So Mike Sweeney is on that list as well, obviously. Yeah. Along with Salvi and George and Steve Balboni. So we need three more. Moose? Moose is on the list. Jorge Soler. Can be someone to be Carlos Beltran. He hit quite a few home runs. I was right. Let's go. I'm missing one. Missing one. Pre or post two thousand? Pre. Pre two thousand. Okay. Is it Bo? Mm mm. No. He hit a lot. Really? He hit a lot of home runs with the Royals. Oh, uh, Lou Pinella. No. Oh. I'm talking very much. It's a good guess, that. though. I know it's a good guess, because he was, like, the first star the Royals ever had. What did you say, Ben? Pre to Very much pre-2000s. Well, that would be pre to Very much pre-2000s would be Lou Pinella. 1968 to 1982, to be exact. 1968 to 1982? Is it Cookie Rojas? I'm trying to think who would have left in 82. Who would have been here that long and not been part of the 85 team? Well, this guy also played for the Astros, Blue Jays, and Yankees. I don't... That ain't gonna help. Any guesses here, Tommy? I got nothing. I'm trying to think. And I'm like... Now I'm trying to think of guys that have been in the 80s or the 70s he was, teams. He was, he, was, he was with the Royals from 77, or from 72 to 77. Okay, that that narrows it down. So I'm thinking I need someone in the 70s. That would have been Lou Pinella, I would have thought. 
because he was a Yankee for a while. Hmm. But I guess he retired in 71, so that would make sense. Um... Mookie Wilson. No. All right. I got no more guesses. I can't think of anyone else. Tommy? Um... I got nothing. That was a good one, too, bud. All right. With nine career multi-hit home run games, Mike Moustakis. With nine multi-home run games, Carlos Beltran. Yep. Also with nine, Steve Balboni. Yep. Also with nine, the name you didn't mention, John Mayberry. Oh, my God, Mayberry. John Mayberry? Oh, my God. I forgot he was a royal. Then 16... Mike Sweeney and Salvador Perez, and 17, George Brett. I forgot about John Mayberry. Damn. Well, there we go. That's our, that was a fun one to do, guys. That was kind of fun, you know? <laughs> but moving on. The other addition of who you play for, yeah. how much they hit for. <laughs> who hit this? Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. hit a 454-foot home run the other day. His seventh 450-foot-plus home run this season, leading the MLB easily. Damn. Uh, next up, we have uh, Ned Yost talking about Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, breaking news, uh, Acuna has just been randomly drug-tested after hitting it. Uh, I really wish he would have hit. I really wish... He could try to go for the forty eighty. That'd be insane. Is it possible for him probably. to go forty eighty? Oh, currently probably not. I don't think so. But, um, Ned Yost was quoted the other day saying, "It takes two, two and a half years." Bobby Wood Jr. is a bit of an exception. He's playing at an elite level in under two years. There's only been two players I've seen come up in the big leagues and from day one take off. That's Chipper Jones and Ryan Braun. <laughs> Quote well, from Ned Yost. I would love if he turned out to be Chipper Jones and not Ryan Braun. <laughs> Where, you know, we yeah. found out he's been doing steroids. Um, Dodgers pitcher Julio Arias was arrested and charged with felony domestic violence charges on Sunday night. Um, Shohei Otani plans to still pitch while being injured after tearing a ligament. Dumb idea. <laughs> um, Kyle Schwarber that's, has hit his, and that's how you kill a unicorn. That seems like such a smooth. That's such a fucking smooth brain idea. Hey, I'm about ready to absolutely fuck my arm up. Let's do it some more. Kyle Schwarber hit his 40th home run the other day. Uh. Him, Kyle Schwarber now has back-to-back seasons with 40-plus home runs. Schwarber bombs. Um, home run bat. Twins player Royce Lewis hit his third Grand Slam in the past eight games. Jesus Christ! 
Former Royal Ian Kennedy had his contract selected by Texas from AAA, and he pitched in Texas's absolute destruction by uh, the Astros today. No take backsies. And also today, Jose Altuve became the fourth player in NLB history to hit three home runs in the first three innings of a game. Jesus. Yeah. Moving on. I think the trash cans are back. The NHL. We have a fun one for NHL today. Yep. Yeah, we do. Oh, it's 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 probably nothing what you're thinking about, but um mm. it hasn't happened since 1936, but a reminder that if an NHL game goes to a sixth overtime, they drop the second puck. We were this close a few years ago. Per rules, in the event of a seventh overtime, which has never happened, five pucks are in play, and a face-off is taken simultaneously at all five face-off circles, which each team playing, with each team playing 15 players plus a goaltender at once. Rules for an eighth overtime, which again has never happened in the NHL, are sealed inside a red envelope, which has not been opened since 1917. Give us the forbidden ice rules. Mm-hmm. Please. I believe that's a duel. Please. That the two coaches just meet in the middle of the ice with pistols and fire at each other. Dueling pistols, 30 paces. Blue line to blue line. Because I feel like that's next fair. Up. Next up, we are going into the world of NBA for a quick little second. Uh, you'll, you'll get a laugh out of this, Brock. This is uh, all game. Lithuania, Lithuania beat Team USA 110 to 104 to hand the U.S.'s first loss in FIBA World Cup action. As they should. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, we have to talk about NBA referee Eric Lewis. Well, we don't. Which referee Eric NBA Lewis, referee uh, Eric Lewis? Yes. Tommy might know a little bit something about this because he is on Twitter a lot. But um, uh, Eric Lewis has retired and the NBA closed its investigation into his social media. Moving forward on that, referee Eric Lewis... His Twitter burner account has been exposed as it's connected to his email address and he uses it to defend his own actions on the court dozens of times. And, uh, let's see. NBA ref Eric Lewis has been outed as having a burner account. Uh, this will be a monumentous day. The account will surely be deleted soon for all of those looking for the archives. Here you go. This really is an NBA ref's burner account. He used his personal AOL account for registration on it. Nice. I'm sorry. Yeah. American online. Damn. All right, moving into the racing scene. We haven't had this one for a little while. Max Verstappen has set the record for most consecutive races won at 10 straight. Jesus. Uh, Tommy talked about uh, what happened in AEW this week. Um, Wait, Ben actually had it on his list? 
Yeah, really? I, I, did have, I did have the CM Punk thing on my list. Damn. So I was going to ask, Tommy, what was the backstage incident that happened? I don't know. That, it was over fake it, glass, it, right? It, CM, it, like, it's apparent. So this stemmed like a couple of months back, I think, where there was an angle with Jack Perry and CM Punk where Perry wanted to use actual glass and Punk was like, no. And so in uh, during the pre-show, uh, Jack Perry had a uh, there was a a bump segment where he was going to get put through actual glass, or that one of them was going to get put through glass. So he smacked the window like really hard and said, "You see this?" And he smacks the window. This is real glass, and he says, "Cry me a river." So everyone was like towards Punk, and of course it was. So then it had a little backstage brawl that this all stemmed from so they had a little backstage scrum that a bunch of people had to break it up uh this happened in girl position before the show before the main show actually started and punk threatened to quit before the show started uh next up on the list though we go into the world of college sports the first two things right here on the top of my list both uh, have Nebraska in them, Tommy. So <laughs> one good and one bad, but um, how? How? One good. First off, uh, Nebraska tight end Arik Gilbert was arrested on suspicion of burglary. Oh, great! So not only are they losing football games by one score, now they're thieves. And then a uh, the good one, Tommy. Nebraska volleyball set the world record for attendance at a women's sporting event. Oh yeah, yeah. Ninety-two thousand fans at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, ninety-two thousand people for fucking volleyball, my guy. Nebraska versus Omaha. And then um, in the Florida Utah game the other day. Cam uh, Rising Florida didn't even U- play. Mm-hmm. But uh, Florida gave Utah a first down after being issued a violation for having two players wearing the number three on the field. Um, next up, we have this uh, picture of uh, Carson Beck. I believe he is the Georgia quarterback, if I'm correct, right? Um... Yes. Um, this has been blowing up all over uh, the University of Georgia, and I had it sent to me from uh, some friends down there that go to the university. If you guys would like to check general and uh, oh my god, penis! That. What's the one most critical thing? Oh, he's pulling his cock out! Yeah, he's pulling his cock out! Oh, he's pulling his cock out! If you guys would like to read that or read I did. It to the audience. He's he's pulling his dick out for this girl, and now he's stroking his shit. It's a video. I don't know why Ben sent us this whole video. Oh my god, he's getting sucked by a dude. What the <laughs> heck? <laughs> hey, at least, hey, at least he's honest, right? True. And the dude has got a penis harder than his. Uh, Next up, um... The ACC is expanding to 18 schools after presidents voted to invite Stanford, Cal, and SMU to join the conference in 2024. 
last Cowboys in the OK Corral are going to go undefeated and win the fucking Pac-12. Then, uh, as mentioned earlier, Colorado beat TCU. Um, neither of those teams, TCU should have been, shouldn't have been ranked to begin with, and I still don't think Colorado should be ranked right now. Um, Oregon Duck, as mentioned earlier, had to do 546 push-ups. Uh, Duke beat Clemson, number 9 Clemson, 28-7, snapping an 0-28 streak against AP Top 10 teams. Their last win was against 1942 Colgate. At least, hey, at least the, the one takeaway for Colorado, they already matched their win total from last season. Mm-hmm. Ain't much. And then, finally, we're going into uh, the sports commentating slash broadcasting category. Oh, brother. Give me just to say I need to find... I, I can talk about the one, but the NBA, NFL, and UFC are planning to rewrite DMCA laws in order to shut down illegal live streams instantaneously, and apparently the sports industry reportedly loses up to $28 billion in potential annual revenue due to these illegal streams. Oh, cry me a fucking river. Literally. We're... I'm trying to find this other one here. Um, you know, unironically enough that you say Crimey River, that's what Jack Perry actually said when he did this oh, real glass. There's Crimey a reason River. I did it. Here it is. And then the last one is the Spectrum Dispute with Disney. Oh, boy. What? Drama. Spectrum just stopped showing any ESPN channels right as the Florida versus Utah game came on. Seemed like Spectrum was trying to was take a stand against or something like that. We offered Disney a fair deal, yet they are demanding an excessive increase. What's going on? And then, in a statement from Spectrum on their charter dispute with Disney, uh, says we're very disappointed for our fans and viewers around the country that Spectrum and Charter could not resolve their dispute with Disney, resulting in a loss of ESPN coverage for Thursday night's matches. We're very hopeful that this dispute can be resolved as quickly as possible. We'll see what happens. And that, folks, is why I have ESPN+. And that's why I still just pirate things online if I actually want to watch it. Whoa, whoa. Because they're not going to stop me. He's lying. He's joking. Please do not come after Ben. And remember, gamblers always stop right before they hit it big. Oh, my God. Don't stop gambling. Good God, Ben. You have the worst advice in the world. That has been my list. Uh, unless really, um, let's see, I saw uh, Gran Turismo the other day. Actually, really good movie. And um, the live action One Piece actually isn't too bad. Really good. I've watched up to episode three now, and so far, so good. Can we be expecting an In the Weebs? No, it's well, not one, like, I mean, it's not a one-for-one. One. done with it, maybe? I don't know. I haven't finished it yet. I'm on, like, I episode five right now. But that's my list. 
All right. Now, Mr. Haley, we get to do our predictions for the NFL. Football is upon us. You know what I did? You know what I did before I got on today? Fucking mm. haters got the NFC. Same here. You know what else I did before I got on here? I watched some weird cryptid stuff. and Yeah, I know. I heard it. <laughs> Not all of it. That was like my sixth video in a row I was watching there. Anyway. No, hang on. Let's go ahead and talk about that. So, while I was waiting for both Ben and Tommy, Tommy got on and was listening to... One of my videos that I was watching, and Tommy, what did you hear? Something about uh, the, the, the Chupacabra, Tasmanian Devil, something like that. I don't know. I really wasn't listening, listening. So, I was watching uh, Forrest Galante, who I don't know if you know who he is, Ben. He is a wildlife biologist. Pretty famous one. Had a show on uh, Animal Planet and all that called Extinct or Alive. I really like that show because it's a really cool concept. Go to a place where a rumored extinct animal is still around and try to find it. Not not some cryptid, not some fucking bullshit paranormal stuff. An actual animal that existed. And he's found quite a few. He's found the Zanzibar leopard. He's found uh, the Rios Cayman. He found uh, the Vietnamese uh, softback turtle and a few others as well. Uh, the Newfoundland white wolf. So he's like done. He's actually found these animals, some of them. But he was on there talking about the Chupacabra because they, of course, they were going to talk about cryptids eventually. And uh, he said he believes that it is... So, back in the day, there was a boat coming back from either Tasmania, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, Australia, one of the one of the four, headed to the Bronx Zoo. It shipwrecked just off the coast, and on it were several breeding pairs of Tasmanian tigers, thylacine, call them what you will. The bodies were never found. They found a whole bunch of the ones, you know, dead in the water, floating, whatever. Never found the thylacine. So his theory goes, you hear all these stories about the chupacabra and they're building everything. It looks exactly like a thylacine. And why were the Tasmanian tigers and thylacine eliminated in Australia or supposedly eliminated? Because they attack sheep and would drain them of everything in it. Just like the goat attacks. So his idea and what Tommy heard was that it's the thylacine is actually what the chupacabra is. So, there you go. Tommy, your thoughts? I wasn't, again, I wasn't really paying attention, so I just heard all this stuff, and I'm like, like I like hear all this stuff while I'm like scrolling through like Twitter and all that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Ben, your thoughts? I'm intrigued. Awesome. I am a thylacine enjoyer myself, I Thank would think. Thank you! So, yeah! Very cool looking animal. I, I approve. Hell yeah, Ben's one of us. 
Also, Ben, I found us a guide for the mountain lion and black bear stuff. Oh, boy. So whenever you want to start looking for it, let me know. I'll let him know. We can get this shit going, dude. Oh, Lord. Also, he can get you in contact. He can also get you in contact with the game wardens here in uh, Clay County. Yo. Because he's pretty good friends with them. Sick. So there you go. Anyway, Tommy, NFL. Football. That's all you got is just football? Football. Well, good Lord, you're taking over this segment here. This is your segment. Send him to Detroit. So, with the NFL upon us, we like to make, we like to do the Pistons, or like what? We'll say. Tomorrow, actually. As of this recording, we'll have NFL football on our screens, gracing us. Once again, consuming TVs and every male being in the world. The next what? Next six months. I'd like to say the next six months. And with this, five, six months. I'll say five, six months. And with this, gentlemen, our dumbasses are going to predict all the prediction winners and playoff appearance teams and the Super Bowl. No, we don't do the Super Bowl. We have not. We do not do the Super Bowl. We always save that for the playoffs themselves. Well, we will start with the highly anticipated and interesting division, the AFC East. Bills are going to win that. Well, hang on. We go through and say where we think each team's going to rank in that division. So, So, we'll start with Mr. Gordon. How does the AFC East look this year? Especially with the Jets making, moving heaven and earth for Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook. That's not going to do anything. It's still going to be the Bills. Then I think the Jets in second. Miami in third. Dolphins and then the Patriots. Yes. I'd have to agree with you. I I think the Bills will still win this division. Although I feel like the Jets will make it interesting because they do play each other first game of the year, by the way. Yeah, I know. I believe that game is in... I, I don't know if that game is in Buffalo East or Rutherford. East Rutherford. That'll in make Jersey. it very interesting. I honestly, I think the Jets get maybe 11 wins, if that. I think, yes, I think the Jets make a big stride this year in terms of uh, wins. I think it's going to be a struggle for them still. But I still think, yes, I still think they're going to work out the kinks. They got a lot of kinks I mean, I get they finished. I get they finished 7-10 last year, but I think they flipped that, that total from last season. Okay. Well, I think they go 10-7. and seven. I think the, the Bills will obviously win this division. But, yeah, it'll go Bills, Jets, and then 
I'd go Dolphins Patriots. Sounds like we're all in next division. Next division, we'll just go ahead and go with the AFC North. I mean, at this point, if you're looking at it from a completely standpoint, it's pretty much Cincinnati's to lose, right? Yes. Sure. How does this division shake us? So Cincinnati won. This is your this is your I'd prediction. Say, I'd say Cincinnati won. Pittsburgh two. I don't know why. I just have this gut feeling. Baltimore three, and then Cleveland four. Actually, you know what? I say I say that back. Yeah, no, I'm gonna stay with that. Okay, Ben. Cincinnati number one. Browns four. Then I really just see it being a toss up between the Ravens and Pittsburgh for two and three. Okay. I mean, but I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. There you go. Okay. Steelers will be above 500 once again this year. Guaranteed by the Mike Tomlin uh, curse. My <laughs> prediction is way different from all y'all's. I think Baltimore is actually going to win the division. You think so? Yes. Really? Yes. And here is why. Cincinnati, I don't think, has added enough. I think they lost too much. Baltimore, on the other hand, has added just enough. I think this is going to... We're already seeing it with the Joe Burrow's injury already. I think he's going to get hurt again. I still think Cincinnati finishes in second. I got Cleveland third and Pittsburgh in last place because I feel like the wheels on Mike Tomlin are about to fall the fuck off. And Kenny Pickett can't hold a team up by himself. Neither can TJ Watt. And it's going to be the secondary that ends up killing the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, we will go to the cert- a certain division that Brock's team is in. Mm-hmm. We're with the AFC South. So, Gordon, you go ahead and start this one. Here, mm-hmm. I want to hear what you have to say eating. about this. I'm eating right now. I'll start with Ben. AFC mm-hmm. South is going to shake up this year. Jaguars easily number one. Let's see. Yeah, Jaguars will be winning this very easily. Then I'll go. guarantee the Jaguars win this, but after that, it looks like a bunch of uh, uh, Oakland Athletic type records after that. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, I'll I'll go like Colts, Texans, and then Titans. 
But I mean, the only team I see going over 500 in this division is the Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> I have to agree with you. I think Jacksonville was the only team that really did stuff of note in the offseason. Tennessee, it's some shaving of some ro- like the rosters. DeAndre Hopkins? I have to agree with you. I mean, with the, I mean, they had to Roger Hopkins, the but that, that what else did they do? Other than other than adding DeAndre Hopkins, what else and, did the Titans do? They uh, they um, they let go multiple offensive linemen as well. They got younger. That was about it. Bruh. So here's how I think it's gonna go. I think it's gonna be Jacksonville. Winning the division again. Because I think they can sustain what they had last season. And it's going to be Tennessee. Then it's going it, to... I don't know how three and four are going to shake up, but I'm just going to go take a guess. The Colts will finish third in their division, and then Houston will finish fourth. All right. So I'm going to take it a step further here. Brock's going to go... Colts are going eleven and five this season. Oh fuck! No. However, I will tell you the Colts' fucking record right now. Step into my crystal ball here, gentlemen, as I pull up the Colts' schedule. In fact, I will go so far as to put the. Uh, Schedule in the chat for you, gentlemen, so you can see how I'm thinking this will go week by week. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> let's, let's, let's look at this now. So they finished the preseason 2-1, and one, like that matters. It doesn't. Week 1, they opened the season at home against Jacksonville. Yep. It's a loss. So right now they are 0-1 on the season. Yep. Week two. So so before we before we go further into the, their uh, their schedule, their bye week is week eleven this year. Yes. Good spot. Good spot in the season. It's a, it's a decently decently good spot. Yep. So week one, they lose at home to Jacksonville. And I'm calling the score right now. It's going to be 31-17. Week two. Tie. They are at Houston. Tie. You really think that's I think that's a win. I think they're going to tie them. Personally, I think that's a win. I think they're going to tie them. I don't think the Colts pick up their first win till week four. So right now they are o two and one. They lose at on the road at Baltimore. They're gonna get smoked. It's gonna be forty five to fourteen. So then week four they get their first win at home against L.A. Yep, Matt uh, Stafford's gonna be hurt. It's gonna be whoever the hell the backup is, Stetson Bennett or someone like that. The defense is gonna figure it out that week. They're gonna feast on Bennett, make him look like a little bitch. He's gonna quit. He's gonna retire. And then I think they're going to carry that momentum over and they're going to beat Tennessee at home the next week. Week five. Win. At home against a divisional opponent in Tennessee. Dub. 
King Henry is old and his crown is falling, and I don't think that uh, Tannehill can get it to New Hopkins. So, two, two, one. Uh, week six. You might loss. as well drop this down. Loss. It's a loss. Losing. We're getting shut out. That's Jacksonville. We're being shut out. I'm calling it now. We're losing 31 nothing. We this is an L. 35 nothing. No, 38 nothing. 38 nothing. Jacksonville's going to win. Uh, week seven at home against loss. Cleveland. Loss. It's going to be a so close what? loss. It's going to be like a last second field goal, and the Browns are going to win. So what? So what's the record at right now? Two four one. Two four and one. We'll make it two five and one Sunday. Nope, they're going to win. I think they're, they're going to win this one. Against- I think they're going to win this one, and here's why: I think Derek Carr's going to be hurt. I think Jameis Winston's going to come in and he's going to become famous Jameis again, and he's going to throw the game losing pick to Shaq Leonard. Okay. Three, four, one. Because I'm going to make it two, five, and one. No, three, four, one. I don't see that happening, sir. I do. Um, week nine. Dub. At Carolina. Dub. This is a three o'clock game, by the way. Dub. We're winning this one. Uh, Week 10. I In believe England. this is... This is the uh, London Germany game. London. This is the London game. Oh no, no no no! This is the Germany game. Oh my, whatever. Dub. New England's gonna be falling off the fucking cliff at this point. They're gonna have Matt Corral in at quarterback. So week eleven, we said that that's their bye week. Yep. So going into the bye, I have go them. figure. They're in Germany. Uh. Going into the bye, I have them four or five, four, and one. Uh, they're going to win week 12 at home against Tampa. They're going to lose week 13, 14, 15 to Tennessee, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh. They're going to lose to Atlanta. And then they're going to beat I, no, Vegas. Actually, I see them winning against Atlanta. No, it's in Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta's going to beat us because that's just how the Colts are. And then we're going to win against Vegas and Houston. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What is that? Eight, eight, and one. Eight, eight, and one. Second in the division. Not terrible, but living in hell. Not gonna be able. They're gonna be in the perfect spot to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and that's about it. There you go. That is my predictions for my Indianapolis Colts. Titans in third. Houston's in last. I have no fucking clue what they're doing there. All right, AFC West. I mean. Chiefs. We don't even, we don't even got to say Chiefs. And then the other three. Can, Chargers. I don't care. Chiefs, Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Ben. Yeah, I'm good with that one. Okay. 
Alrighty, we now go to one of the more intriguing divisions this year. The NFC East. Mark, if you would, go ahead and start us off. Hang on. For this one. Hang on. I'm pulling up the schedules for your guys' team so you can do the same thing I did. All right. NFC East. I got Philly. New York. The Commies. And Dallas. You know, it, the one thing, the one team that I find very interesting this year is definitely Dallas. They're about to not suck. That, not the fact that either one, obviously they made the trade for Trey Lance. By the way, which I mean, you know what's funny? Seeing all the news that has come out from the 49ers being like, "Yeah, drafting Trey Lance was a mistake," and all that stuff. Then why the fuck did you even draft him that high in the first place? Let alone draft him at all. Mm. Get they then traded him for like fucking pennies on the dollar. But still, mm-hmm. point still stands. Why the fuck did you even draft him in the first place? Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind of interesting to see what Trey Lance... Stop dancing around the fucking question and give your ranking. Okay. Uh, Philly, one. I say the Giants finish second. Washington, third. And then Dallas, last. Same thing as me. And cool. I, give, I give it week eight, Trey Lance is starting. Oh, no. He's not starting. <laughs> You forgot who their backup quarterback is. Trey Lance is the backup quarterback right now. No, he's not. Sir, you forgot that uh, Cooper Rush is still on the Cowboys. I thought they released him. Nope. Oh, I was thinking of the other guy. Ooh, Ben DiNucci. That brings a smile to my face. Hold on, big question. Hold on, now big question. Does Dak do what Jameis did? He's going 30 for 30. 30. He's going 30 for 30, but he won't. You know why? They're going to pull him, and Cooper Rush is going to come in, and he's going to win the last six games. They're going to go undefeated. Last six games, they're going to be 7 and 10. Now that we brought up the 30 for 30, I think he should tell, I I hope to God he does it. They're going to be 7-10. and Because that'd be so funny. They're going to be 7-10 because they're only when they're going to win in that time span. Oh my god, I'm pulling up their schedule right now. Jesus fucking Christ. They're at the Giants versus the Jets. Arizona, New England, San Francisco, the Chargers by week, the Rams, Philly, New York, Carolina, Washington, Seattle, Philly, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, Washington. What is this schedule? Holy fuck. Fucking God. They're about to get massacred. Anyway. If anything, if we're completely... Hey, at least if we're completely wrong, we will know that they will have a guaranteed divisional loss. Yep. Or wild card round loss. Ben. Right? Yep. Ben. 
Yes, I agree. Same thing? Okay. Alright, Mr. Benjamin Duncan, it is now time for the AFC, uh, for the NFC North. So, where do we do this? We will also go week by week for your Detroit Lions, and you will tell us your prediction for each game. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait for this. Because this team's the only one with hope out of all of us. Not the Vikings? All of us. Oh. Saints well, the Saints fan. could do good this year. I mean, the Saints could do good this year. That's if they stay healthy. That's if they stay healthy. Dude, you're going to lose healthy. to the Colts this year. Oh. oh, what? Crack, you're smoking over there, pal? Might have Jim Irsay's. You got Jim Irsay's personal crack collection over there, my guy? No, I'm over here smoking that AR5 pack, baby. Oh, so now you're high on Anthony Richardson after... After what you were doing during draft week. Yeah, because now I'm actually seeing his development and stuff, and I'm, you know, I'm pretty positive on him. He's going to do it. All right, Ben, are you ready to go week by week for your team? Yes. All right, week one. W. No Travis Kelsey, no Chris Jones. Okay, you also have to say who they're playing each week. Chiefs, they're gonna. Chiefs are gonna lose. I'm sorry. Okay. Want to know? Continue. Here, let me pull up their schedule. I I just sent. That's why I told you to do. Oh, sorry. I was looking at things. Oh, uh, he's looking at porn again. God damn it, no. man. All right. How is it that we both have the the schedules up for not both of our teams? I know, right? So for preface, Lions at Chiefs, Lions are going to win. Seahawks at Lions, Lions will win that one. Two zero. Lions will beat the Falcons that next week. Three zero. Lions at Packers, they will win that one. Four zero. Lions will beat the Panthers. 5-0. and Tampa's Lions quarterback. Will beat the Buccaneers. Yeah, I was about to say, do you know who Tampa's quarterback is? Okay, 6-0. Yeah. Lions will lose to the Ravens in Baltimore. 7-1. and They will beat the Raiders. Okay, 7-1. Uh, By week, week 9. Okay, and then Lions at Chargers. I'm going to say Chargers win this one. 7-2. and two. Lions will beat the Bears. 8-2. and two. Lions will beat the Packers. 9-2. and two. They've already got a winning record at this point. Let's see. At the Saints in New Orleans. Do we have confirmation that you two are going to this game? Huh? Uh? Um. Lions, Saints, y'all going? No. In New Orleans? No. I'm gonna just. just I'll be in the hole. I'll be deep like... in the hole on uh, PTO. I won't be able to take that off. Okay. 
just just to to be funny, I'm gonna say the Lions are gonna lose this one to the Saints. No, this is your honest opinion. Well, I'm 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 trying to think because I feel like they're they're only gonna have four losses, and out of all of these teams, okay. that one would be the third one. No, you play Minnesota twice and Dallas. Yeah, they're gonna beat Dallas. But they're gonna lose to but the Vikings. Be Cooper, in but it's gonna be Cooper Rush. He's gonna be playing. He's gonna win the last six for the Cowboys. Lions will lose to the Saints, but they'll beat the Bears, and then they'll beat the Broncos, lose to the Vikings in Minnesota, beat the Cowboys, and then beat the Vikings at home to end the season. Thirteen and four. You really think they're gonna be thirteen and four and win their division? They do have a nice mm-hmm. schedule this year. That's not the hardest schedule I've seen. I mean, the Colts one is pretty fucking baby shit soft. You know what else I find really funny about the Vikings, though, is that, remember how Kirk Cousins used to be the fucking whipping boy for the NFL? Yeah. Now it's Dak. Yeah. Just now realize that. It's going to be Kyler next year. Just watch. Anyway. Uh, the rest of the division, Ben. How do you think that's stacking up? Minnesota will be not far behind. Then it will be the Packers and then the Bears. So you have the Lions winning the division? Yes. Okay. For the first time in history. Not the first time in history. but I see In a long know. time. Tommy. Are you going to piss on this parade or am I? So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first person to pee on your parade, my friend. <laughs> I think Detroit takes a major step up. While I do agree that Detroit does take a major step, and hopefully in the right direction this season. I don't think they win the division this year. So I'm gonna go with Minnesota. One, they're gonna win the division this year. Fair choice. Detroit is going to be, I say, a thorn in their side this season. They, sp- I say, they split the the series. I say they split the game each between the two, and they're going to be a major thorn in the side of the Vikings. So there's going to be at least that. I'm not straight trampling on the sandcastle here, Ben. Give my honest opinion. Vikings will win the division. I say Detroit. Finish the second. <sighs> Damn, you made him so mad he has to walk away. I said wow. honest. I didn't mean to trample. I didn't imagine, mean to trample the thing. If here. if you made him mad with that comment, imagine what how mad I'm gonna make it with mine that I'm about to do for predictions. I'm being nice here. Uh, Ooh, for all honesty, I'm, I'm being nice here. And I'm then um, oh, I no, think Chicago three and Green Bay four. I just there's nothing I've seen with. Or did I, I don't see any. I don't know. I just guessed with those two. Really? Okay. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I just get. I just took him to be like. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna be so nice to the Lions here. <clears throat> for one main reason, I am not. Well, for two. One, I am not sold on Jared Goff at quarterback. I think last year was an anomaly for him. Two, I am not sold on that defense whatsoever. Now, with that being said, I got Minnesota one. I've got 
the Packers at two, because I think they're going to take the right step here. Lions three, Bears. I'm kidding. I've got Vikings, Lions, Packers, Bears. But I'm just not soloing your defense, Ben. So, sorry. Yeah. Time to head to the AFC or NFC South and Mr. South. And Mr. Tommy Haley's <sighs> New Orleans Saints. It's, it's kind of funny because it's just that the Saints, NFC South on paper, and all teams on paper look really good. Huh. It's just that can all of these teams stay healthy? No. It's the big thing. And yours is the one that's going to be hurt the most the first. I'm surprised Tampa hasn't. Um, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure Tampa already lost two of their key players for the fucking season. I know. You know what? Just wait till you hear who I'm picking to win the South. It's fine. You can have Atlanta win the South like everyone else? No, actually. I swear to God, if you have Tampa Bay, there's no way in hell. Just go through the list here. Go week by week, say who you play, and whether it's a win or a loss. Week one, see, at home against Tennessee, it's a home opener. I don't see them losing. I think that's a win. Okay. So I also had to remind everyone. Also, a funny little reminder: they are without Alvin Kamara the first three games of the season. By the way, they have Jamal Williams, so I think they should be fine. We'll probably have Mike Thomas for one game in the game against Tennessee, and then he'll be out the rest of the season. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> if we're being completely honest here, continue. Uh, week two at Carolina. That's a Monday night game at six fifteen. Is that a fucking doubleheader? It is. What the? F- Why are we doing doubleheader Monday nights? Just give me one Monday night game and I'm good. Not two. Just go with it. Um, it's at Carolina. It's a divisional opponent. I think it's close, but I think the Saints will pull out a win. Okay. At Green Bay, early in the season. I don't know. Something about Lambo. I think it's a loss. I don't know. Okay. They like to, they'll lose games like this. I already know it. So, week four, at home, against a divisional rival. Alvin Kamara is going to be coming back. I say it's a win. Okay, win versus Tampa Bay. You have them three and one, by the way. They're three and they're three and one right now. <laughs> uh, at New England, at Foxborough. Jesus, why the fuck are tickets going for hundred and eighty six dollars for this it's, game? Because it's fucking New England, dude. Then they uh, just did all those brand new renovations too, with that big old massive screen in there. They did. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot they did all that. Um, this is week five. Yeah. <sighs> What's Derek Carr's record against New England? Not good. Yeah, I think that's a loss. Three and two. That's three and two right now at Houston. That's a win. I say that's a win. Okay, four and two. Thursday night 
at home against Jacksonville. This is an... <laughs> in all honesty right now, this game seems so interesting. Where you see both teams were at, at uh, both points in the season. Uh, at home against Jacksonville Thursday night. They were on the road. It's a short week. Now it's a home game. I mean, they don't really have to travel that far. He's from Houston. So it's like five hours east, back east. Oh, my God. <sighs> See what this is that I'm holding for, up right now? He's running for three. Huh? See what this is? I'm holding up right now. It's a big L. Oh, I feel like the, uh, no. Yeah, I think no. it's a loss. Yes, God, Jesus Christ. However, the next game—that's also a loss yeah, for you. Is definitely not a loss. I don't know what kind of Jim Ursay crack you're smoking. I don't over know there, what crack. But that you is think not a loss, my guy. Hang on. He's on that good stuff. I have a stat for you on this. The last six seasons the Colts have played, week eight at home, they have not lost. That's going to change. They're going to lose that game. No, you're about to fucking lose, and you're going to lose to Anthony Richardson, and it's going to be great. Uh, hang on, i got to count up your fucking record now. So I have that game as a win. By the way. So you have them five and three. Okay. Uh, at home against Chicago. I, it's a win. Six and three. At Minnesota, that, that's a loss. That, that's a loss. I don't even got a stall to know that's going to be an L. Six and four. By week. I got... They got the bye week at week eleven, which isn't bad. Which isn't too bad. At Atlanta. Now, what do you call this team? You you call them a derogatory term. Dirty bird. Dirty birds. No, you call them something else. I thought you called them the rats with wings. It's a bat, but okay. It's a pigeon, but okay. Anyway. Um, at Atlanta, I say it's a win. Seven and four. Detroit. I said this was what an L. Detroit. That's what Ben was saying, but I obviously said that the Saints were going to lose to the Colts, and you disagreed. So. I just feel like Derek Carr can definitely pull off some or something random like that, you know? He's not going to be playing in week 13. Yeah, Paul, Paul, what do you mean he's not going to be playing week He's going to be hurt. I think he will. He's going to be hurt. Anyway. Continue. I think it's... Um... Win. Eight and four. At home against Carolina. 
I think that's a win as well. Nine and four. See, uh, at home against New York. Late in the season, week 15. Yeah, it's an L. Nine and five. Because they, they always love, for whatever reason, to fucking lose a game like that. That late in the season against, like, NFC, a non like a non divisional NFC opponent. Yeah, they like to lose a game like that. Okay. At LA, I mean that's a W. Ten, ten and five. At Tampa Bay, Eleven and fucking five. Then at home against Atlanta, you know what? I'm gonna flip. So I'm gonna flip the Atlanta series. I say they lose the game at Atlanta, but win the game at home in New Orleans. You have them going fucking eleven and six. So I, so like I said, I flipped the series. I know. So they'll That's split still the eleven and Atlanta. six. Who's in that division? Atlanta Saints. Again, this Carolina is if they Tampa. can stay. Again, this is if they can stay healthy. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to be healthy by week eight. These are things have happened, my friend. Oh my god! I thought my eight, hey, eight and one hey, was fucking delusional. I, hey, at least I had the. I say the Colts have a lot. Hey, in my opinion, the Colts have a lot worse record than fucking eight, eight and one. No, they have a fucking easy on schedule. Find a way to go six and eleven. That's fine. I'm not saying no shot of getting Marvin Harrison Jr. By the way, huh? I say they have no shot of getting Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh no, they have a fucking shot. Even at six and eleven, they're still gonna get them. I have them winning the division, by the way. The, oh my god. Okay, Ben. Your predictions for the NFC South? Saints, Falcons, Carolina Buccaneers. Okay, you're you both get the Falcons added Eshawn Robinson and all that, but I don't. I don't. Desmond Ritter is just such a wild card of is he going to do good or is he not going to do good? Y'all are smoking crack. Here's how the division's going to go. Carolina's going to win the division. Falcons in second, Saints in third. Ain't no way, bro. And the, Ain't and no the way. fucking with Tampa CJ, Bay Buccaneers in last. CJ Stroud and the Wolves? Look how good they did last year after getting rid of Matt Rule. Bro, he's an Ohio State quarterback, my guy. Okay, Justin Fields. There's my counter. Plus, Frank Wright in his first year with any first-year quarterback is always a good one. He's going to win a shit-ass division, especially this one. Do I think Carolina's going to break 10 wins? They might get 10, and that's it. I think the division is going to be tankable this year. 
fucking eleven and six. The fucking eleven and six. Jesus Christ. Eleven and fucking six. God, I'm gonna have so much joy when you guys get like five wins this year. Bro, I can't wait. Then that means we. I get think the Lions actually will make a. I don't. I don't know what you're smoking, but I think the Giants. I mean, the Lions will make a drastically big step. I'm not talking season. about the fucking Lions. I'm talking about you. Eleven and Bro, six. This is, all, this is all depending. This is all anchoring on can they be healthy? If not, they're gonna go six. They're gonna go seven and ten. They're not even going oh, seven and ten. Anyway, NFC West. This one, this is the fucking is tank the division, my guy. This is the 49ers to lose. No, that's not the tank division because at least they have a two teams that are decent. Plus the Rams are, you know, meh. Depends on which Rams team shows up. And we're not meh. The Rams are awful this year. Cooper Cup gets healthy. You know, they'll be fine. Anyway, predictions, gentlemen. Fucking 49ers, six. Seahawks. Okay. Who are the other two again? That is... The Rams and Cardinals. Rams and then Cardinals at four. Okay. Tommy. Uh, San Francisco will win this division. Close. Seattle will be, like, literally on their coattails the entire season. Then Rams three, Cardinals four. Seahawks, Jim Smith's going to get hurt. Drew Locke comes in, saves the day, wins the division. Because, uh, by the way, uh, the Niners don't have Nick Bosa currently. Which I think you all are forgetting. Therefore, their defense is at half strength. So, uh, Seahawks, Niners, Rams, Cardinals get the first overall pick this year. Mm. Buccaneers get the first overall pick this year. You really think the Bucs are going to be that bad? I think the Bucs will win maybe one or two games. Have we had a team go 0-17? No, we have not. But it's not going to happen this year. Because I hate Tampa to tell you really, this, bud. Tampa has a really good case to go 0-17 this year. Who I don't knows? know why. Tampa? But I hate to break it to you, that December 31st game, I think you're about to lose to Tampa and Tampa. Yeah, they can lose. Yeah, the Saints like to go out and lose games like that. Yeah. 11 and fucking 6. All right, it's time to predict the fucking playoff team. That's the team that's going to go 8-8 in a tie. Yeah, that's actually pretty realistic given our schedule, and you saw the schedule. 6-10 and 1. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I like how you're not denying the Colts are going to tie the Texans again. 6 10 and 1. Yeah, because they always like to do some bullshittery with the Texans. Yeah. It's the Texans. I don't know. You know what's going to be funny? You know what I'm going to find really hilarious? Wouldn't it be funny if the game at Jacksonville ends in a tie? I would start shitting my fucking pants. I'm going to laugh my ass off. I would start shitting my fucking pants in joy. Holy shit, we didn't lose! When do the renovations for... uh, Next year. The TIAA Bank Stadium start? Next year. So that's going to be a tie-in later. uh, 
watch the Jacksonville going to play exactly? That's halfway through the that's season to the Buccaneers next. and it leads them to the Super Bowl. Wait, what? Huh? Watch the Texans trade Davis Mills to the Buccaneers halfway through the season and he leads them to a Super Bowl. I'd be okay with that. I'm not, I'm not saying that they oh, gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. We have our wild card team. We have our divisional winners. So to review, by division, each one of us go through who we have winning the division. Starting with the AFC. Oh, the AFC, I'll start. I have Buffalo, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and Kansas City. Okay, Ben? The exact same thing as Tommy. Okay. I have Buffalo, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and Kansas City. In the NFC, Mr. Haley? I have Philly, Minnesota, I New Orleans Saints. Soda! 49ers. Soda! Soda! Ben? See, I had Lions, 49ers, uh, let's see. I like how he doesn't know who's in the NFC South, and he's going to play all four of them this year. (laughs) Bro, it's 1 a.m. And you've got another podcast to record after this. Oh, dog, we're not recording it tonight, my guy. We can't otherwise. I work tomorrow. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, yep, so Lions, Eagles, Niners, Saints, and 49ers. Eagles, Panthers, Vikings, Seahawks. We'll start with the wildcard teams. Remember, there are three in each conference, starting with the AFC. Tommy. Let me pull that back up. Uh, give me one second. Can you come back to me? Because i got to do some thinking. Fine, I'll go first. Uh, my wildcard teams are the Jets, Chargers, and Bengals. My wildcard teams are the Chargers, Jets, and Ravens. Okay, so me and Ben have these same fucking teams in the playoffs. Go figure. <laughs> I'll do it again. I'll fucking do it again. I'll fucking do it again. I'll fucking do it again. So are we doing AFC wildcard teams? Yes. I'm going to go with Jets. Steelers, and Chargers. The Chargers. The fucking Steelers, my guy? I don't know. I just, there's something about the Steelers. I, I'm not, this isn't the like, fucking U-Tree Yenzer in me. And like Steelers going with the Super Bowl. Steelers going to Super Bowl and all that. It's just, I don't know. There's something about the Steelers this year. Anyway, NFC time. I have the Niners, the Giants, and the Lions. I have the Vikings, Seahawks, and I 
Uh, let's let's go with uh, Giants. Me and Ben have the same teams in the playoffs again. Let's go! Cleo, I'll do it again. Cleo, I'll fucking do it again. Let's see. Hang on. Lions? Yeah, I was about to say, let me guess. Tommy's going to have the Lions, Giants, and Seahawks. No. I'm going to have the Lions, Falcons. And Giants. And Giants. <laughs> I know them too well. So I have. So again, I have the Lions, mm-hmm. Falcons mm-hmm. instead, mm-hmm. and the Giants. Yep. New York Football Giants. Oh man, he's got the fucking Saints going eleven and six. Jesus fucking Christ! They can stay healthy. They're not. You know they're not. If they could stay healthy. Anyway, before I have an aneurysm, Ben, it's now time to list the things. Any team can win the fucking division if they stay healthy. Except Tampa. Ben, it's time for your three things before I have a fucking aneurysm. All right. You want to do who he play for or my three things? Oh, let's go who he play for. The who he play for is the father of a football player I mentioned earlier during my list of things. He mentioned a lot, so and I don't this, know which one this is. And this said baseball player is the father of... Yo, I'm having a brain fart. The father of Shane Bouchel. The who he play for for this week is Steve Bouchel. I'm mad that we can't do the Shane and Blaine t-shirts anymore. He played for three teams spanning from 1985 to 1995. I'm going to go with the Texas Rangers. He played for them for eight years. So I'm looking for two more years, two more seasons. Uh, uh, Houston. No. Mm. East of Texas. So to what, Texas? To yeah. Texas, right? Yes. Both these other two are east of Texas. St. Louis. No. Minnesota. Soda! Soda! Milwaukee. No, but you're in the right division for one of these teams. Chicago. Cubs. <laughs> there you go. You need one more. Cleveland. No. Cincinnati. But you are clo- no, but you're close in that same area. Close in that same Pittsburgh? area. There you go, Tommy. Got it. Pittsburgh. There we go. So that's his three. Yes. Yay. It's interesting to notice that the Chiefs have unlocked the cheat code for, for the quarterback. With um having a making sure the quarterbacks fathers all played sometime during the nineties and were decent to good in baseball. Yes, in Minecraft. All right, and then you want me to do my three things? Yes. There you go. That was a uh, nice quick one. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 
Actually, it's now time for Who's Your Daddy? Gentlemen, this one comes to us from God damn it. Oh no, are they not? Oh fuck, did I fuck up? Sounds like you did an oopsie daisies. I think I did. No, Bro, they're like quiet named oopsie daisies. could have sworn that they were part of it. Damn it. Fuck. 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 Well, I wasn't wrong because they were part of a fucking minor league. God damn it. Uh, hang on. Okay. Mm. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, gentlemen, this one comes to us from the world of the MLS. I don't know if that's going to help y'all any because, you know, we don't usually do MLS here. But, uh, yes, the MLS actually has uh, a minor league system to them. The Swope Park Rangers, let's go. Well, they're no longer the Swope Park Rangers. Now they're... Sporting Kansas City 2, which that is a common thing that a lot of these teams will just call them, you know, whatever 2. Not the case for this team. I remember I used team. to have a Skull Park Rangers sweatshirt whenever I was younger. Not this one, however, as we travel down south to Huntsville, Alabama for Huntsville FC. They were founded in 2022. They play in Joe W. Davis Stadium, which is a former baseball field. It holds six thousand team or six thousand players. It is the former field of the Biloxi Shuckers. Gentlemen, who he play for, or who's their daddy? What? So, what time period is this? It's current. Current, bro. I don't know. Inter Miami. I don't know, bro. It is not Inter Miami. They have Inter Miami 2. So Ben has been eliminated. Okay. Can I look up the teams that are in the MLS real quick? I was about to ask the same thing, but I'm like, screw it. I don't care. Here, I'll I'll give you... How about this? I'll give you multiple choice answers instead on this one. So I'll fix it for you. Yeah, can you give us multiple choice answers on this one? Because yeah. this one, like, I ain't got a clue, my guy. So, That's Ben, you're back in. Inter Miami. Ben, you're back in. You can still Let's answer go. this. All right, your options are A, St. Louis SC, B, Minnesota United, 
Atlanta United. Right? Hang on. No, C, Atlanta United. Right? A, St. Louis. So. B, Minnesota. Yeah. C, C, Atlanta. D, Nashville. Or E, Charlotte. Atlanta. Okay, Ben is choosing Atlanta. Tommy? Oh, I'm going to go with Charlotte. Neither, gentlemen, as it is Nashville SC's minor league affiliate. you got to remember, Tennessee and Alabama border each other. Oh, okay. So there you go. That's this week's Who's Your Daddy? Uh, all the other ones are literally... Can I, can, I my, can I get my honest opinion? Sure. We're fucking do soccer again. Here, I'm going to just go through the rest of the teams here. You've got uh, Crown FC, New England Revolution 2, New York City FC 2, New York Red Bulls 2, Philly Union 2, Toronto 2, Atlanta 2, Chicago 2, Columbus Crew 2, FC Cincinnati 2, Huntsville Inter Miami 2, Orlando City B, Austin 2, Colorado 2, Houston 2, Sporting KC 2, Minnesota 2, North Texas SC, St. Louis 2, Galaxy 2, LA 2, Timbers 2, Real, Real Monarchs, uh, Earthquakes 2, Tacoma Defiance, and Whitecaps 2. So a lot of 2s used in the uh, U or in the uh, minor leagues for MLS. Ben, your three things. All right, my three things. Number one. Five World War I-era ships were discovered in a Texas river last week. Fuck yeah. As as Texas was a hub for uh, shipbuilding of the wooden ships used in World War I. Nice. That's cool. Number two. Three things. Starfield is out today and available to play on your gaming things, everybody. It's been out for a fucking cock spaceship, my guy. And uh, somebody made a pelican from Halo. I'm sorry, dude. What? Somebody made the pelican from Halo. The fucking best base is fuck right there. The fucking pelican. The fucking pelican. That's fucking awesome. And. All the other countries, IGNs, have rated it between a 9 and a 10 out of 10 rating. Okay. And, uh, time out. Hold on. IGN. Hold on. Hold on. Time, time out. Time out. Time out. This is fucking IGN we're talking about, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say something there. IGN USA gave it a 7 out of 10 because they said that the, the game's story takes too long. Oh, so Bethesda game, of course it's going to take forever. Yes. They said the and same then, thing about uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, by the way. I've never been able to take IGN, especially IGN USA, seriously. So. And then number three on my list of three things, Tommy. <sighs> we have What's an announcement name? from a very big... Uh, famous movie director Tommy and we're supposed to be getting more announcements today 
as of Wednesday, September 6th, but this was released earlier this week for the U.S. audiences, finally. Oh, well... Oh, is this yeah, boy in the air? Yep, I'm out. Y'all have fun. It's only 30 seconds, Brock. Don't care. That is the the introduction for the boy and the heron from Hayao Miyazaki. Looks good. I don't know. I, th- I'm, I'm I thought you were gonna show like I thought you were gonna show the trailer to the new Godzilla movie. New Godzilla movie and Godzilla minus one. Oh, I've already I saw that one a few weeks back. It looks really good. Oh, yeah. I don't understand no. why Godzilla hates trains so much, but there goes Tokyo, go go Godzilla! Hey, all right, thank you, Ben. Is that all your things? Yes, okay. that is everything that I have this week, gentlemen. All right, well that transitions us right into picks. Which, uh, no surprise, who won picks last week? It was your boy! Well, I thought you were about to say me. Didn't know I took Utah over Florida? Well, we all had that. But I was the only one that took North Carolina over South Carolina. That's a look, man. It was your boy! Look, man, our thinking is just Cox. (laughs) Yeah, you love Cox, we know. Oh, the amount of signs that I that I saw that said that joke was ridiculous. We have one, two from the NFL, and one, two, three, four from the NCAA. Gentlemen, we have come to that point in the season where we can have multiple from two different ones here. Not a lot of good games Yay. in the NCAA this week. But I found quite a few good ones here that I am more excited for. We will start in the NFL. Detroit versus Kansas City. Kansas City is a five-point favorite on Thursday night. Detroit. Go figure, Ben. Ben uh, taking the Lions. It's, it's the Cheffers. Tommy taking the Chiefs. I will say this. This feels like a certain Thursday night, opening night, Thursday night game a few years ago. When a certain team in New England hosted a group of scrappy young players led by a man named Alex Smith, went up to this team in New England and spoiled their Super Bowl celebration. I feel oh, like game this was so is, wild. I feel like that this was. is going to be something similar, and I have the Lions winning. That was it. the Kareem Hunt breakout game, wasn't it? It was, and, and then he kicked a woman in the face. And then he kicked a woman in the face. And then signed with Cleveland. Yep. Where he kicked the lady in the face. Up next, it's the uh, Mizzou hates both of you fuckers game as Illinois travels to Lawrence to take on Kansas. See, I really wish college games... Really? We're doing this game? Yes. They're both undefeated. 
win this one. And I See, I really wish teams. college football game can end in a tie. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Kansas is a three-point favorite. Kansas is going to win this one. God, I know that pain Ben to say, too. You can see it in his eyes. <laughs> I don't even I uh, See, I'm not a Mizzou fan, and I don't want to fucking pick this game at all. As much as I hate to say it, Kansas's team is actually kind of good with their quarterback. <gasps> Calm the fuck down. They just played Missouri State. That's fine. Bro, that bowl game, as much as I hated watching that one, that bowl game that they had was crazy. Yeah, crazy because I don't know how uh, Arkansas scored that much when we didn't allow them to score that much. Crazy uh, fucking works. Is this game being played in Champaign or Lawrence? Lawrence. <laughs> I really... <laughs> this game's... What the, the fuck? The void field. Oh, I Kansas. lied. There's another game know. that we're doing as well. I just realized that it's this week. I I, I guess we'll do. Can- I guess we're with Kansas. Hang on, hang on. I gotta write this other one down. Okay, so Tommy's taking Kansas. I will take the lesser of two evils, and I will take the fighting a lion eye. Because it's like. The- <laughs> Is Texas Alabama on this slate? They are. I have them on here. Okay, I was gonna say them. Oh, you know what? I didn't look. Oh shit! I need to look that up real quick. Huh? I have to check every week for it. Fuck! Nope, we don't got one this week. I was looking to see if we had Maxion. Oh my god, but we have that. That's almost as good as Maxion. Uh, I have Illinois. Anyway, uh, up next, a battle of top 25 teams. As Mississippi travels down to New Orleans to take on Tulane. Tulane are uh, 7.5 point dogs at home. The Ole Miss? Mm-hmm. At Tulane? What? At Tulane. Uh, okay. Um, huh. Like I said, there were some good ones. That was on the schedule this year. There were quite a few game, good games this week, and that was one of them that I found. Is there any way they can fuck in the game into the dome by any chance? Because they get more old. No. Nope. Hey, at least it's an easy travel for uh, people that live in Oxford because it's like, you want to know to get to New Orleans? Just go down. Yeah. Literally, that's literally what we do when we take that drive. You go, Continue. So we don't go have... into Oxford. It's just like, Tommy, stop uh, stalling. Who do you have? I'll miss. Okay. Your second favorite team in the SEC. Ben? I gotta agree with you. I'm riding with that green wave. Texas versus Alabama. Alabama are seven point favorites at home. Games in Bryant Denny Stadium? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm going with Alabama. 
Texas is going to get Millhoed in Alabama. Millhoed? Okay. Yes, that is uh, the meme that uh, the Alabama tubas have made this year. But um, we rocking with Bama for this one. I have to agree. This is a certified cousin classic between Alabama and Texas. Yep. <laughs> no, that, that, that's funny. Another game that I didn't realize was this week, and I'm really excited it is, Oklahoma State travels to Arizona State to play them in Tempe. The Cowpokes are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Yes. Wow. Really? Exactly. This is a good week for college football. Huh? Oh, my God. There's even more good ones. Holy shit. I got to continue this. Uh. Mm -hmm. No. My pants over here. I'm going to go to Oklahoma State. Me too. Hang on, gentlemen. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, so you're both taking the cowpokes, you said? Yes, we're going with the pokes. Okay, I have to agree with y'all. I am also taking Oklahoma State. Boy, the good games just keep on coming this week. We have another Power 5 matchup as Vandy travels to Winston-Salem to take on the Demon Deacons. Wake Forest are 10-point favorites. By the way, both teams are undefeated right now. Vandy is 2-0 on the year. 2-0 Vandy versus undefeated Wake Forest. Who do you all have? Wake Forest, uh, Wake Forest. Anymore, or their number fucking, one wide how, the fu- how the fuck is Vandy 2-0? Wait, they played Hawaii in a tune-up game, didn't they? Uh, hang on, I can actually find that for you. I gotta scroll back up to that game, though. Um, Vandy has played... Yep, Hawaii and Alabama A&M. So they played Hawaii in a cupcake, okay. Yes. That final score was 47-13. I'm looking at it right now. Yep. Uh, just see who they have the remaining of the schedule after this one. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to win another fucking game after this. Well, they might beat UNLV, but they're not beating Missouri. I mean, yeah, but after that, they're, they, they ain't winning shit. Anyway, who do you got between Vandy and Wake Forest? I think they got I got Wake Forest. Vandy's going to win because Wake Forest doesn't have their quarterback or number one wide receiver anymore. As we all know, uh, Wake Forest quarterback went to Notre Dame, and their number one wide receiver went to the NFL. I'm thinking that the Deeks have this one, and I'm not just saying that because the only other college merch that I own that is not either Mizzou or uh, Truman State is Wake Forest. I'm actually saying that because I am slowly becoming a Wake Forest fan, I feel like. Miami of Ohio takes on UMass up in Amherst, Massachusetts. This is the closest that we're going to get to Maction as UMass used to be part of the MAC. The Red Hawks are seven point favorites against the Minutemen. Um. Can't take Miami of Ohio. Can't take Miami of Ohio seriously because of what their statement. Of what they said, they're going to be the real Miami and proceed to get absolutely get the bl- doors blown off of them against the U. That thing, who are they playing again? UMass. Who is one and one on the year right now. 
I'm gonna go with. Like I said, it's in Amherst, Massachusetts. I'm gonna go with Miami, Ohio. I don't know. Ben? I'm going with Tommy on this one. I'm gonna go with the Minutemen. I think they actually have something cooking up there that's a little bit better than some clam chatter. I think they might actually make a bowl game this year. We will skip this next one. I will save that one for the last of the culture bowl games up next my era uh, texas a&m takes on miami of Ohio, or miami florida and the aggies are four and a half point favorites they all are also number 23 in the country It again, sorry. Tam, you and Miami. So Texas A&M versus Miami. Texas A&M. Okay. I have to agree with Ben. I'm going with Tam. The final college game. Matt Rule versus Deion Sanders. Colorado. Deion All Sanders right, is three point All right, favorites. Colorado fucking outright. I, I mean, if you're taking... I was about to say, the Buffaloes are three-point favorites. Oh, it changed? Yes. Yeah, after the game... Yeah, after the Colorado game was over, Nebraska opened up as two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, that was insane. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, I am also taking the Buffs. Ben, who are you taking? Buffalo. The Buffaloes? Yes. And the final game that I have on the slate here, Monday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills travel to East Rutherford, New Jersey to take on the Jets. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Brock. Yes, sir. At the tables. Okay. Tommy has the Bills. Ben? I agree with Tommy. Okay, well, congratulations to the Jets on your victory. We all have the Bills. To review, Tommy has Kansas City, me and Ben of Detroit. Ben and Tommy have Kansas, I have Illinois. Me and Ben have Tulane, Tommy has Ole Miss. We all have Bama, we all have Oklahoma State. Me and Tommy have Wake Forest, Ben has Vandy. We, ben and Tommy have Miami of Ohio, I have UMass. Me and Ben have Texas A&M, Tommy has... Miami, Florida, we all have Colorado, and we all have Buffalo. May the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. Anything else before we wrap up and me and Ben take a small little break before we start recording EOS? No. All I'm saying is I'm glad that the NFL is going to consume every male human being on this planet. And guess what we also get to hear? 
seven hours of commercial free football. Hey Tommy, guess what? What? I paid for it. <gasps> I just caught a little. What what was that? Did you uh I just caught a little bit. Caught so goddamn hard. I just caught a little bit in my pants. All right, Ben, what are you trying to I play just, there? I just caught a little. I just caught a little bit in my pants. Ben, what were you getting ready to play there? It wasn't playing through my earbuds, so I'm mm. fitting it in general. Oh boy. Anyway. Oh god. Oh god. God, I'm worried. I'm worried what I'm gonna be looking at. I don't know. It's not. Playing right now for oh God! For the love of God! Please! Damn! So why did you send that, Ben? <laughs> what was that? For the NFL season to get here faster. Oh, okay. Ben, you have your trip. Ben, you take your trip down to Baton Rouge this week. Yes, I'll be in Baton Rouge for a little over twenty-four hours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna preface this now. Rambling is one of the end-all, be-all HBCUs, by the way. Get you there to see it for the band. Oh, me, you're in for such a rude awakening. Especially since it's an LSU Rambling game too. So, uh, we want you and Tyson to meet up. And take pictures with each other because that would be fucking awesome. The, homie will not see my brother there. You will not see my brother there. Are you sure? Game, but he'll, he might go to the game, but I don't think he'll be around where Ben's at. Ben's gonna be next to the band. Yeah, but I don't know where, if my brother. I don't even know if my brother's actually even gonna go to the game. I have no clue. I want these two to meet because these I two. I could text them and find out. These two meeting would be incredible. Bro looks just like a mini Tommy. He's gonna go to the game, I don't know. No, so. he doesn't look like a mini Tommy. He looks like the Chad version of... Tommy is virgin, Tyson is Chad. And Tommy will even agree with that. Ain't that right, Tommy? Tommy looks so yes. He looks like he's about to go to sleep like me. He is, he's about to go to sleep. You can't get it. So Ben will have a. I also gotta, I also gotta go fucking throw trash because they change days. Yeah. The trash. Anyway. Uh, so Ben will have a vlog of some sort come out. He said it's probably gonna be a movie. Oh boy, can't wait. Getting picked up from the airport when with a a, a drunk guy in the passenger seat that'll be wearing a toga. I can't wait. So next week we'll have that to look forward to. Also, next week Tommy will be uh, by or Tommy will have his Mizzou gear for the Memphis game. I can't wait for this. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, three back to back to back Saturdays of college football for me. Bro, we might be doing a fourth. We still haven't decided if we're going to the Nashville or the game down in Nashville yet between Bro, Mizzou and Vandy. You said no chance. You said no chance because the stadium's being built. 
No, I didn't say that. I said I'd be down. I just need to know if we're doing that or not. Anyway, until next week, I've been Brock Gordon. I've been Tommy Haley. And Ben is so Please depressed that we everyone. Ben is so depressed that we gotta do another podcast. But he didn't <laughs> He didn't text me the other day about doing it on Monday, so Plus more Mizzou news came out today. So he didn't have a choice. We would have had to record regardless. Bye everybody, have a wonderful rest of your week. I have to go poop. I need to go use the restroom. Bye. Bye, have a wonderful night.